Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Deron Addict, my clean date is March 13th, 2020. My home group is the Clean and Free Group of Narcotics Anonymous. And the Saturday Night Delight, I go to meetings in the Ashbula area of Ohio. Uh, November 14th, <clears throat> living lives worthy of self-respect. As we clean up our wreckage and live differently, we can respect our actions and find respect for ourselves in the process. Living Clean, Chapter 2, Connection to Ourselves. Many of the stories we tell about our active addiction depict us thriving on our lack of respectability. Who needs a real job, an education, a place to live, or even a bath? We scoff at others' boundaries, the rule of law, authority, and institutions. We turned our backs on many of the values we were taught by our families, <coughs> cultures, and society, hiding all our fears behind bravado. A lot of us paid a steep price. We jeopardized relationships and careers, if we had any. In many cases, we lost our freedom. Did we lose our self-respect, too? Or did we just have none to start with? <clears throat> when we get clean, the, re the rebel in us may be tempted to dismiss meeting etiquette as an attempt to make us conform. At some point... Most of us notice that being a rebel in NA <clears throat> doesn't have the payoff it did on the streets. We don't gain credibility by being disrespectful. I thought I was a badass, but came to find out that it was just a front to protect myself, one member shared. Once we start to listen in meetings, get to work on steps and are of service, <clears throat> we find ourselves inspired to loosen our grip on our past lifestyles and the vision, the version of ourselves in the stories we tell. We want to move on from the past and our willingness to understand it and grow from it increases. We take actions that build our lives and help other people. We set boundaries for ourselves and respect those held by others. Our dignity and self-respect are being stored like our sanity. Perhaps for some of us, this is the first time we have experienced these feelings or this state of being ourselves or being in our lives. Not only do we change our actions, but many of us find we have to alter the stories we tell about ourselves. We focus less on being the product of our wreckage and more on being the product of our recovery. We learn that we are worthy of the lives we have now. We begin to live a life that reflects values we can be proud of. That's pretty respectable. And before recovery, who knew we'd ever want that? Today, I'll step back for a moment and look at 
the life I'm building with some pride and self-respect. It's working and I'm worthy of it. Welcome back, everyone. This is November 14th, and we're here with Janet in. What's up, Janet? Hey, how's it going? Good, Janet. Can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Absolutely. I am Janet Addict, September 1st, 1987, and um, I go to meetings in Santa Cruz, and a big shout out to my sisters of the Miracle Sisterhood. Yeah, fantastic. Can you can you share your thoughts on living lives worthy of self-respect? Ooh, this is a tough one. I read this one this morning, and you know, you really got to dig pretty deep um, when it comes to self-respect. It's definitely not a uh, a linear journey in my book. And but... it's not something that a lot of us show up with. You know, that's that's always the thing that that catches me up with with um, you know, when we talk about like esteemable acts and things like this it was like i had i had no desire getting clean I had no desire to do any esteemable acts or anything like that it was like, what for and what for yeah I've, i think i feel the same way i definitely didn't arrive in uh narcotics anonymous with any self-respect i don't know how really we could expect to considering we didn't really uh respect ourselves out there and um i don't know about you but i wasn't really role modeled any kind of self-respect as a kid, right. you know? So by the time I got to my adolescence, I was, it was like a free for all for me, you know, I didn't have any parental guidance. So um, I, I just did whatever felt good. And that probably wasn't very respectable things. Well, no, and, and we do watch a lot, right? Like, and in, 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 in I share that perspective. Like I knew how to sell Percocet and food stamps. You know, that's what, <laughs> That's what the family taught me, but you know, that's what I arrived with. I was like, I know a Percocet and a food stamp hustle. And that's about, you know, that's what I could offer. Those are redeemable qualities at, you know, at one time or the other. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, right? So so Jada, so what happens like when 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 we hear when when we get clean and we start hearing that of like, hey, you know, I'm learning this this whole new way to live, you know, like do 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 we grab onto that? Is that something that we don't even that we don't even try to settle into until we've been clean for a while? Like, what's our experience with, you know, with this this coming to respect ourselves, coming to feel like we have something to offer? And where does that fall into to to our journey? What was that like for you? Um, well, I I speak about this a lot in meetings that it was not until I had a good solid five years clean before I really felt. Um, like I had any kind of self self esteem or self respect, and it it was that you know that first five years was just a journey of going to meetings every day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes three times a day, totally being teachable and faking it until you know letting other people tell me, uh, you know that I deserved respect until I started to really believe it. And what was that like for you? Was that was that the women, you know, like whoever was sponsoring you, your support group, or is is that the message that was being carried to you? Like, hey, you, you know, you are valued, et cetera. You know, that's that is. Well, first of all, I was really, really fortunate because I, I was embraced by a bunch of people in NA that had 
long-term sobriety, you know, like people with 15, 20 years. And at that time in the eighties, that was a lot of time, right. you know, for, for people in NA and they kind of took me under their wing. And, um, I don't know how I'm so grateful for it. I don't know how lucky, you know, how I got so lucky, but, um, I just did whatever they told me to do. I followed them around like a little friggin' puppy dog. And, you know, every day I became more willing and more willing because I really wanted what they had. So that's kind of what it was like for me. So when it, when it talks about at the, at the very bottom, you know, I'll step back for a moment, look at the life I'm building with pride and self-respect and, and feeling worthy of the life, you know, that, that we have now. Are you, do you, is that the message? Is that part of the message that you carry to others? It's like, hey, look, stay clean long enough to, you know, to settle in, to to respect in the life that you have. Or is it something that we're 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 working toward? Like, how do we how do we make that attractive for for the person just coming in and getting clean? Um, well, or do we? I guess I, I guess yeah, that's another question too. Like, is that part of, you know, is, is that part of kind of twelve step of someone who's new? Well, you know, I, I worked in treatment for a long time, for like 20 years. Mm. And part of the, you know, gratefully, the treatment programs that I worked for were just 12-step philosophy. You know, we just socked them full of meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. And, um, and you know, our message was always the same, was don't give up before the miracle. You know, uh, don't depend on your feelings to uh, take it, to make any moves. And, um, you know, if you want it, it's a simple program. So, uh, you know, I kind of role modeled what I did, you know, became willing, honest. It's hard, but, you know, we can do it. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.